Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, hey, it's your girl, Colonada. I'm here by myself without Frank Moran. Happy go, Jackie, he's off doing shenanigans. And I'm here by myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. By myself at the GH Report, General Hospital at AfterBuzz TV. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Get it, get it. Are you with me? Are you with me? <laughs> oh my gosh. Hello, 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 hello. And welcome to the GH Report here at AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Carla Renata. I am without my better half, my lovely half, Frank Moran. He is not able to be with us today, but I'm going to try to hold it down today for him like he has done so many times for me in the past. Let me give it... <laughs> Let me give a shout out to everybody in the chat room, as I always do. Joe Costanzo, Jody Daly, Loretta Johnson, Jasmine Edwards, Annie Goan, Kelly Public Cover, Mary, um, Amber Purcell, Joe Selp, Tyler Collins. Let me see, did I miss anybody? The Good Juju, Michael B. Hey, Michael B. And I think I got everybody. <laughs> he said, I'm a way better rapper than Frank. I doubt it. I was, tr- I was struggling trying to keep that beat, but thank you. I will take that. So, all right, let's get into it. We saw this week so many shenanigans. It was so much going on on General Hospital. We saw the return of Spinelli with, um, with his little nugget. We saw Georgie. We saw Tracy Quartermain with her shenanigans. We saw the Quartermain, the, the Quartermains going to full mode, which I thoroughly enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed that moment. We saw the results of Joss and uh, Dev having that kiss last week. <clears throat> oh, and let me just tell you, I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm a little froggy. You may hear me coughing. You may hear me sipping. You might even hear me blowing my nose at one point. So please just be supportive of a sister and send me some prayers and some thoughts and some loves that I can kick this before I fly out of town later on this week. But let's get on into it. Um, my favorite moment of the week, there were two moments of the week that I absolutely adored. One of them was Brooklyn letting Nell have it. In true Quartermain fashion, she went off. And I was loving every moment of that. When she called her, <laughs> when she called her trash, I said, ooh, ooh. And Nell didn't even try to clap back. That was the funny part. Nell did not even try to clap back. I was like, oh, she's met her match in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's going to come for her and knock her down within an inch of her life, knock her down a peg or two. But what we're going to do a little later on is... um. Since I am here by myself, I'll take a couple of calls. I'm going to go through the week, recap the week real quickly, and then we'll get y'all's comments about it. Is that cool? Cool. All right. So 
I and I did love what I didn't love was Nicholas Quartermain's apology tour. How he just popped up all over Port Charles, apologizing to Lulu, apologizing to a li- he. I'm like, if he apologized to one more person, the person he should be apologizing to is his son Spencer. And when is he ever going to get around to that? I love how he been in Port Charles for like a week and he hasn't even picked up the phone or made his way over to see Spencer. I'm like, what kind of daddy are you? I don't have time for that. Um, but yes, there was that. And then let's just talk about Nell for a minute. <laughs> Nell had a week, didn't she? She thought she was going to pop into that. She First of all, she had that bogus, what is it? Um, su- surprise, not surprise. That bogus, um, um, memorial. That's the word I'm looking for. That bogus memorial to Shiloh with that big ginormous picture. And then <laughs> she left him out. Somebody send that to me. Ain't nobody going to try to send that picture to you. Are you crazy? Ain't nobody trying to spend no postage on him. But so there's that. And then she popped up and was like, yes, I'm married to Shiloh and thought everybody was going to be okay with that. And she really was just doing it to stick it to Michael because she still got a thing for Michael. Let's just call a spade a spade. She still got the hots for Michael Quartermain. She's still salty that he's not in love with her and that he has moved on. And she's doing anything and everything she can to like, you know, stick the knife to him. But she's also trying to get a little closer to Wiley. And I'm feeling like she did that when she, um, Popped in on Brad, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but then I loved how when she went to the Quartermains and thought she was going to pop into that ELQ meeting and claim her part of the inheritance, and that lawyer popped in and was like, mm, hold on, wait a minute. There's two different wills. We got to establish that this one that's handwritten is not a forgery, and once we've established that, then we can tell you whether or not you get this money. And then she bellowed, <laughs> she bellowed for Martin Gray to come out, and he comes in going, you bellowed. I thought I was laughing and talking to the TV screen. It was pure comedy could not handle any of that i um and then nail because she knows she can't stay at the court she thought she was gonna stay at the court man so now she gotta figure out what plan b is and what does she do she goes to brad's house because she knows brad is a wimp he's a wuss he's scared he hasn't told anybody their secret and so he gonna let her stay there without verbally saying yeah you can stay here so she bust in on him going oh i'm gonna stay here i don't have no place to stay but it wasn't bad enough that she bounced in on brandon said i'm gonna stay here she whipped out a vision board i'm like how you gonna whip out a vision board and talk about you gonna stay at somebody's house girl bye like, what are you doing? That was when she whipped out that vision board, telling me I'll have everything I want. If she thinks Brad is going to let her walk through that threshold with Wiley in her arms, she got another thing coming. He will kill her first. He already is all stressed out because Lucas is still in a coma and he's handling Wiley by himself. There's toys everywhere. He can barely get himself together to take uh, to um, take a shower or eat breakfast. He even got Willow coming in to help. Oop, and then Willow shows up to help him take care of Wiley. And who does she see? Nell coming out of the shower with a towel on. And they both see each other. And they're like, what is she doing here? I thought blows was about to happen. I really did. I thought it was going to be a good old-fashioned fist fight. But instead, the girls kept it classy. And they, you know, kept the clothes on. They didn't bust out no caps. They weren't trying to, like, beat up each other. But that was a very interesting exchange. I kind of love that. And then and then that moment where Nell decided that she was going to tell Willow, oh, yeah, so being Wiley's nanny could be bad for you. Girl, again, bye. Your time in poor Charles is very limited. You need to get with the program. Um, 
Marissa Washington is saying, I don't think she thought she was going to stay at the Quartermains. She knows she got Brad by the balls. She really do know she got bad Brad by the balls. Brad. <laughs> Poor Brad. I feel I'm st- I'm actually starting to feel sorry for him. I really am. But what I'm not feeling sorry about is him and Julian getting together, talking about what they're gonna do. I'm like, I'm gonna need y'all. I'm so tired of those shenanigans and those little secret meetings happening. I'm really, really over that. So there's that. Then I'm gonna flip flip back to Brooklyn because Brooklyn had. A whole week's full. She, she got, look, ABC and General Hospital got their money's worth out of that child this week because they had her featured all week long. So she decided that she was going to change her name to Quartermain, thinking that that was going to give her an edge so that she could perform at the floating rib. Mm-mm. Her little smarmy manager found his way to the floating rib, put, started manhandling her, and who comes to... Who comes to her rescue? The person that she called her knight in shining, shining armor, Dusty, or Dustin, Lulu's boyfriend. And Lulu was having none of that. Her jaws were clamped very tight and shut when she saw that they actually knew each other. But there was a fight that broke out. That fight was so choreographed. It was actually kind of funny. They were throwing each other around the floating rib. And then who did she hit over the head with a bottle by mistake? Chase. So, yeah. And, you know, Chase is like that by-the-book cop. You do, you even crick your finger the wrong way. He ready to throw some cuffs on you and take you to PCPD. And that's exactly what happened to them. They all ended up at PCPD um, because she cracked him in the head with the bottle. And then I love the scene where they sat and they, they did the back and forth and they were picking up each other's sentences where everybody was telling about what happened. So then there was Brooklyn telling her dad, Ned, what happened. And then there was Lulu telling Laura what happened while Dustin was sitting across the table from her shackled like she was shackled. That was pure comedy right there. I kind of love that. That was some good editing. Good on you, GH. That was real good editing. Uh, I know. I love when she called him Dusty, though. Hold on. I'm going to blow my nose. I know. That was lovely. That's really what you wanted to hear, but I couldn't continue to talk like I had something in my nose, so that had to go. Uh, All right, now I can continue. I know, Chase arrested everybody, y'all. He arrested everybody. Then, oh, let me flip back to the Quartermains in the house real quick. When the Quartermains were in the house having the ELQ meeting, (laughs) they started going in on everybody's bad relationship choices. I thought I would roll in the floor. I don't know who this new writer is that they have over at General Hospital, but I love the fact that they kind of recap the history of General Hospital and the relationships of the characters on General Hospital through these arguments or through these heartfelt conversations. I'm really digging that. Because for people that are that have not been watching General Hospital for 20-some-odd years like me and some of the people in the chat room, it gives you a moment to catch up and figure out what the hell is going on, right? I love that. Deb's fake grandmother, that doll, Miss Gladys, she's getting on my last nerve. I'm going to need her to stop dreaming up reasons to stay in Port Charles. It's just way too many things. Way too many things. Um, and Her jingling her new car keys. Child, don't nobody care about you and your new car. We really want you gone. But um, I, I bring her up because when we were talking about as we're talking about Dev, we're talking about the whole situation with Dev and Joss and Cameron and Trina trying to figure out who they're going to go to prom with. And Cameron and Trina, that moment where they were sitting there going back and forth trying to figure out who they were going to ask and they had all the 
all those reasons for why they didn't want to ask that person. It made me laugh out loud. It was so funny. I enjoyed that. And then I also enjoyed the moment where Trina just grabbed Cameron's phone and said, okay, you ask this person and I'm going to ask this person. And all we got to do is go on one date with them so that they can literally go with who they want to. Because Trina wants to go with Dev and Cameron wants to go with Joss. But Joss and Dev want to go with each other. Ooh, it's a quadruple... I quadruple love affair. I'm there for all of it. And the teenagers, too. I love it. I love when they put the focus on the young people and get away from Sonny Corinthos and Carly and all that madness. We see enough of that to last a lifetime. Um, but I also love how um, <laughs> Dustin and Lulu had a conversation. And, you know, Dustin was trying to reassure Lulu that, um, <clears throat> reassure Lulu that she don't have nothing to worry about when it comes to Brooklyn. But, mm. I think she do have something to worry about when it comes to Brooklyn. I mean, let's not forget that Brooklyn called Dusty. <laughs> I love calling. I'm going to be calling him that from now on. That Brooklyn called Dusty her knight in shining armor. So there's that. I'm just saying. Um, but, yeah. So there was that. What y'all talking about in the chat room? Why does Carly put up? Carly puts up with Gladys because Sonny puts up with Gladys. That is why Carly puts up with Gladys. Um, Susan Russo. That is exactly why she's putting up with Gladys because Gladys is a means to an end. She's she is temporarily making Sonny happy by dealing with Mike. And I think speaking of Mike, I think that whole situation of her just you know unceremoniously dropping that little tidbit of info about this new trial situation with Alzheimer's that might possibly be happening in New York where she just happens to live. I don't think that that was by accident. I think all of that was not by coincidence. I think she did that on purpose. That doll is up to something. I don't know what she up to, but I'm not there for any of it. I need for Gladys to, I need for her to get on her broom and get up on out of Port Charles and leave them alone. That's what I'm going to need Miss Gladys to do. She's wearing me out. I'm I'm worn thin with Miss Gladys. Um, oh no! Why y'all talking about? Now y'all talking about? Yeah, I'm gonna flip. Somebody said Gladys is a mess. Carly let her know she's overstayed her welcome. She overstayed her welcome from the minute she crossed the threshold. I'm just saying. And um, uh, Michael B is like. Cam and Trina, I, I can see. Mm, yeah, I can see Cam and Trina kind of hooking up. They seem to have more in common than Dev, um, than her and Dev or him and Joss. Like, there's, I don't know. I kind of like them together. I, I would, I'm more interested in what happens with them. Um, so there was that. And then we know that, you know, Tracy made it seem like, oh, I love my family. I've been, I haven't been here for so long. We knew that when Tracy Quartermain showed up, it was shenanigans. And, of course, she reveals to Ned, to Ned that she's there about ELQ, that some unsavory people approached her saying that they wanted her ELQ shares. She said that she didn't have them, that she couldn't do that for them. And when she didn't oblige or even try to get in touch with somebody that could help her oblige, then they came for Luke, and she was having none of that. So that is why she came to, to Port Charles, because she realizes that there's shares that belong to Oscar, and if um, the three shares that are up for grabs, if she can grab those three shares, then grabbing those three shares can help her save Luke. At the end of the day, that's all she care about is how she can save Luke. And let's just talk about that moment when Laura showed up at the front door. How amenable Tracy was when they when they how amenable Tracy and Laura were when they saw each other. They were so nice. I'm like, really? Have y'all really buried the hatchet like that? Mm, that remains to be seen. I'm just saying. Um, and then let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about when um, Aunt Stella came back. 
Curtis is on the phone. He's giving Jordan this news about this friend of hers that has died from a supposed drug overdose. We know that the Jordan has called her friend to come in. <clears throat> and he comes in. Marcus. She's called Marcus to come in. And he comes in, but Curtis doesn't know Marcus is there. So that's going to be interesting when he figures that out. That's going to be drama. I'm there for all of that, too. Um, Aunt Stella returns. And I love how whenever they pair Aunt Stella up with Sonny, they have a really nice conversation about Mike. It seems like Aunt Stella is the only one who can actually reason with Sonny when it comes to Mike. And she doesn't think that this trial is going to show him or present anything new. Alzheimer's is what it is. It is a deterioration of your brain cells. And there is no turning back the clock on that. And everyone, including Aunt Stella, feels like, why don't you just enjoy the time that you have with Mike? I, I remember... There was a line she says to him. She says, while you're holding on to Mike, what is Mike holding on to? Mike doesn't even remember what he's holding on to. That was the best line of the whole week to me. Because that is a line that's so true. And it really makes you think about what's going on with his situation. So we'll see. You know, at the end at the end of the week, uh, Jason and uh, Sonny went to the home and they picked Mike up but not without running into Marcus Marcus was just popping up everywhere he popped up with Jordan and then he popped up over there with Sonny because you know if you remember when Marcus was there before who's played by real Andrews he has an axe to grind with Sonny so there's that and I, I'm it's gonna be real interesting to see how that plays out but can we just talk about how cute real and Curtis are I'm like they got two yummy chocolate brothers on the show I'm there for all of that Hercules 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 um Yes, Aunt Stella is gorgeous. And let's not forget, she won that Emmy. So, you know, we love whenever they bring her back. It's always a beautiful thing. Um, and then Marissa says to me, but remember before Gia left GH and, and her and Nicholas weren't together anymore, she was messing with Xander. And that's why I wonder if Cam and Trina could be related. Hmm. Good point, but I'm not going there. I want Cam and Trina to go on a date. <laughs> um. All right, so that's that. I'm going to uh, open it up to some calls so we can discuss. Um, the lines are open. The Skype line is open. And the number to call if you want to talk to me live, and I know y'all do, is 424-354-8302. That's 424-354-8302. If you want to talk to me, I got about a good 10 minutes to chat. So, you know, Call in and talk to me while we're doing that. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes, you would love to. Okay, Rue Wood, I'm going to wait to get a phone call from you. Um, call on in and we'll we'll discuss the week's events. Um, in the meantime, let me throw out a little after buzz news for you from GH. A little after buzz news. Oh, never mind. We got a phone call we coming. We actually have a call right now. All right. Let me get that right now. Okay. We got a caller. All right, a caller. What's your name? And tell us where you're from. Hey, ba hey baby, speak up. Who is this? It's Kelly from PEI. Oh, of course it's Kelly. How you doing, baby? Good. It's a horrible uh, connection there, girl. Oh, sorry about that. Can you hear me a little bit better it's, now? It's okay. All right. What you got to say about this week on GH? 
Holy cannoli. <laughs> Ned gave it to his mother with both barrels, and Brooklyn gave it to Nell with both barrels. Holy smoke, die for cover. I was loving all of that. Didn't you love it, though? Oh, my sweet Jesus, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, my sweet Jesus, yes. Oh, I, I live for those snarky comments. I love that they're giving the Quartermains that energy and that vitality that they used to have when, when Edward Quartermain and Lila and, and Monica and all of them used to go at it. They're reinvigorating that, and I love that. Don't you? Oh, I do, too. And I laughed like crazy when <laughs> Martin was trying to shut up, shut Nell up. Like every time Nell opened her up, opened up, opened up, opened up her mouth, uh, Martin was looking at ladder like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> Excuse my language. <laughs> Look, girl, it's all good. I understand. It was pure so, comedy. <laughs> It, it was pure comedy. It made me laugh, too. I was like, what is going on? It was so funny. How do you feel about Nell being back? Get her off my screen. She's good for a laugh, but get her off. <laughs> oh, no. I love that actress. She gives me life. She just makes everything oh. so much more interesting. Oh, I love her, too. I love Chloe. I mean, she likes, she makes me hate Nell. <laughs> That's how good she is. Exactly. That's, that's how, how good, good she is. That's how good her job is. And what are we feeling about Taggart coming back? I love Riel. Oh, I love him big time. He hasn't changed a bit. I know. Black don't crack, though. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> and and when he called Jason Anger Boy, I was sitting here on the couch. I nearly myself laughing oh baby like I, okay that was 17 years ago <laughs> i know i love i there was a lot of laughter this week i love it when it's very entertaining like that i really do i hate it when it's all angst and drama and trying to figure stuff out it was pure comedy i love that i love that so much and all and all Jason did was roll his eyes like, okay, here we go again. Okay, let's just talk about that for a second. <laughs> Why was Jason kind of lurking in and out of every... Um, every time Jason had a scene, he would walk into the end of the scene and just be lurking in the background. I'm like, are y'all going to let him talk this week? What's happening? Oh, I know. But his uh, Jason scene with uh, Mike, oh my good heavens. That just melted my heart. I know. It was sweet. It was really sweet. Okay. And what are you oh, thinking? And, and Kelly, what are you thinking sorry. about? That's okay, baby. And what are you thinking about um, when Neil, I forgot to talk about this. When Neil told Alexis that he was about to lose his medical license because he liked her. Oh, boy. Here we go again. <laughs> that's just uh, that's just him saying, okay, uh, I'm terrified. Alexis is a little too much to handle. Well, no. Remember he said that somebody told on him. That's why he came to her house. And Because remember when they sat down, it was all awkward and stuff. She was trying. She was like, so oh, how right. was your trip? And he was like, it was fine. She's like, okay, what's wrong with you? And he was like, yeah, somebody told on us. And he never said who the somebody was. So, A, I want to know who it was that, that narked on him. And, B, I want to know if he really is going to lose his license and how they're going to handle this. Because it was a, that was a nice little relationship that was brewing, don't you think? It was. I mean, I love those two together. <laughs> I get sneaky feeling it has something to do with Sam's parole officer. Mm. She is one snake in the grass. Oh, she's a trip, isn't she? I wonder what's going to oh, happen to her. She might end up like that nurse ended up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
was expecting uh, that woman to be at the memorial service, but I didn't see her. The nurse? Oh, or the detective? Or the uh, social the, worker? The, the parole officer. Oh, no. She wasn't going to be there. She didn't need to be there for that. And she and if she was, she was lurking in the background somewhere where we couldn't see her. I'm sure it'll come oh, out I later. On. It'll come out later on that she probably was there and we don't know nothing about it. You know how they do. Oh, yeah. Well, well it'll all come out in the wash eventually, like <laughs> June. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, and one other thing I want to ask you about. So how do you feel yeah. about Georgie possibly coming to Port Charles for good? How do you think that's going to pan out, especially with Peter running around with all these shenanigans that he has going on? Oh, I want Spinelli back in Port Charles permanently. I don't know if I want, like, I'm down for Georgie coming back. I don't know if I want Spinelli back, though. Can't he just stay with Ellie? Oh, oh, I do. Oh, I do. He can stir up trouble in no time flat. I just need for him to stay And there needs to be trouble, more trouble. (laughs) And he can figure out what's going on with Peter. Hmm. Better than PCPD. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I thank you for calling in, Kelly. I'm going to let somebody else call on in and chat with me because I have a few more minutes left. But I thank you for keeping me company and calling in. I appreciate you, girl. Feel better. It's winter time, darling. I know, baby. I'm trying. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Feel better. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that's something else I wanted to bring up. So I remember that Anna came by, not Anna, Robert came by Anna's house and started questioning her about what she knew about Peter, if she was going to tell on Peter. Hey, Carla, sorry to interrupt. Oh, Looks I, like we got another caller on all the right. line right okay, here. Okay, come on. what's your name and tell us where you're from. This is Terrence Matthews. I'm from Detroit. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. How did you feel about this week on GH? How did you feel about what happened on General Hospital this week? Oh, I felt good. I thought it was pretty good. What was your favorite? One thing, though. What was your favorite I was uh, moment? The baby storyline. Like they need to hurry up and just figure out that this is Michael and baby. It, it's dragging <laughs> on too long. Like, the results are going to be epic, but they're taking too long to get there. I agree. It's going on way too long, and I'm about tired of seeing Julian and Brad trying to figure out what to do too. That's getting on my nerves. Right. What was your favorite storyline happening this week, though? You said what? Your favorite storyline of the whole week. Oh, what? it was pretty good. I mean, like, yeah, the, the Brandon Julian thing can be on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, like I said, um, like the whole thing with this Nicholas and Ava storyline. Oh, yeah, it, I forgot it, it about that. I didn't expect it. You know, I like to be, I like for surprises. I like to see things that I don't expect, so. No, I'm I'm down with that. It's not like super interesting, but it's good. I wonder where it's headed. What do you want to see happen with Nicholas and Ava? You said what? What do you want to see happen with Nicholas and Ava? I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Can you say that one more time? I'll say it one more time. What would you like to see happen between Nicholas and Ava? I don't know. I, I would. I'm still debating that. I'm wondering if I want to see him betray her first or her get what she wants and betray him. I'm still going back and forth with that. I'm undecided with that. Okay. I don't know. And how are you feeling about this whole Peter and Anna thing? 
Anna is just delusional. Like, she already knows that she's, he's technically not her son, and she's still holding to that delusion, and then she's seeing proof that he's still bad, and she still wants to protect him. It's like, that memory mapping thing must do, they do a pretty good job, because they just cannot let go. And then also, I, I never liked this whole good Peter thing anyway. It's like he held the guy prisoner for five years. How are you going to forget about that? <laughs> but you know, you know why she's protective of him. That's her son. So if you're somebody that has children, of course, no matter what your child does, good, bad, or indifferent, because you're their parent, you just want to protect them. And I think that mother instinct is kicking in. But then I'm kind of like, but is she really his mother or is it her sister, Alex? And we still don't know the answer to that question. Right. You know what I mean? I think it is. That's my point. Like, if she has proof that it might not be her son, but she wants to hold on to the delusion. That's why I'm saying, like, the memory mapping thing is it's pretty good. It works pretty well because they feel, they feel all the feelings. What are you doing? Are you washing dishes? Oh, no, I, I was just in the bathroom with my bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you out like that. I was like, that is some loud water. Is he washing some dishes? I'm sorry. My bad. I didn't mean to do you like that. That's just so kind of wrong. What are you feeling about Brooklyn being back? I like it. I actually miss the character. Would be more accurate though. I miss the former actress, like the one that was here, or before when she was uh, when she was doing all that stuff with um Dante and them. Yeah, but this new actress has kind of grown on me, so I'm not too mad about it. Yeah, she's kind of grown on me too. And when she first came on the scene, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about her. But after that scene last week where she went in on Nell, I'm good. I'm like, okay, my girl can handle her. She can handle hers. I'm I'm all right with her. I'm all right with her. What do we feel about what's going to happen between Nell and Willow? Ah, that's an interesting one. Right? You know, we all know that, you know, Wiley, a.k.a. Jonah, isn't really Willow's son. So it's like, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Like, maybe she might show the bees. Who knows? Okay. You know, like, if Nell gets too tired of her. You know, Nell, Nell's not having her, so she's going to find a way to get rid of her. She's not having any of that at all. Is there anything else you wanted to tell me before I run and take another phone call? You say that again? I said, is there anything else you wanted to discuss about GH before I run and take another phone call? Oh, no, that's all good. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Detroit, for calling in. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Please. All right. Peace. All right. All right. Well, everybody, no, we heard everybody heard y'all boo. Sorry. Um, everybody has some very interesting opinions about this whole Nell and Willow situation. And, and I'm down for all that, but let me, I was about to, before I got interrupted by Mr. Detroit, I was about to talk about the whole Anna and Robert thing. Robert started grilling her about what do you know about hey, Peter? Carla, we got oh, another call on oh, the line right here. Okay, all right. Who we got on the line? All right, caller, what's your name? Tell us where you're from. Michael B. from L.A. What's up, Michael B.? What's up, girl? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. I know you got some things to say. What you got to say about GH this week? Okay, one, <laughs> do you guys think, do you think that Taggart is either Trina's uh, niece or his daughter? I think it might be his daughter. Okay, because Gia's last name is Campbell. 
and Trita's last name is Robinson. Now, I'm thinking Gia must have got married during the time that she was out. Mm-hmm. Maybe she gave Trina that last name. Mm-hmm. If, if, if so, then, then Trina could be Gia and Nick's daughter. I'm but, th- I'm- but she also could be Taggart's. I'm thinking it's daughter, ta- I'm, I'm thinking it's Taggart's daughter only because they look kind of similar, and it's my experience with casting that when they start casting people that look very similar, there's usually going to be some type of you know uh, biological connection happening at some point. And, but they also didn't say how long Real Andrews is going to be on the show. They said he was coming back, but they didn't say for how long. And that's very telling, too, because usually when somebody comes in for a very finite period of time, they say right up front, they're only going to be here for this amount of time, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. But they mm-hmm. didn't say that this time. So that leads me to believe that he might have a biological connection to her. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't think they were going to put together that him and Jordan knew each other. Matter of fact, they was partners in um, L.A. or wherever she was stationed at. Yeah, they just kind of dropped that nugget at the end. They dropped that at the end. How are you going to just drop that at the end of the week and not explain it? (laughs) That was so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now, Nicholas and Ava, I think either one of them, I I don't think their marriage is legal. I don't think Ava knows it. You don't think it's legal? Why? Yeah, so I think think Nicholas buying buying his time to tell you know, he's, he's pulling Ava in. Then when, when he gets that that carousel, he's going to snap on her, and that's it. Oh, but Ava's not the one. You just can't You just can't use Ava like that. Ava will snap him in half like a twig. Ava's, yeah, not, so Ava's not that doll, honey. Not, oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I just, I just thought about it. What happens when uh, Ryan hears that Ava got married? Oh, and then there's that. But he's on the run. We don't know where he is right now. Remember, he broke out of the loony bin. Yeah, yeah, he might do that. Yeah, he might do that. Now, Nell, I think Nell is going to be a victim of another murder mystery, of a murder mystery. You think somebody going to kill her? I don't think they going to kill her because she's just too. She's just ju- ju- too juicy when she comes back. I don't think somebody's going to kill her, but I think they're going to incapacitate her a little bit. Like they might maim her or something, but I don't think they're going to kill her. Kill her. <laughs> so you don't think it's going to be Brad or Julian? It's probably going to be a little bit. I <clears throat> I think that they will, excuse me. I think that it's not going to be anybody that we obviously think it's going to be. Like we automatically right. think it's going to be Julian or it's going to be Brad. It may end up, Lucas might come out of the coma and, and, and be faking it and it might be him. Or it could be uh, Laura. Or it could be uh, Michael. Or it could be, Sun- it's not Sunny. Or it could be maybe uh, Grandmama Gladys. We don't know. It, uh, usually, when they, usually when they do something like that, they set it up so that it ends up not being the obvious person that you think it's going to be. Just to give you a little intrigue and, you know, some interest ha- happening. Because if we can sit, hip, sit back and figure out who it's going to be, what fun is that? That ain't no fun. That's true. Well, it could be Mike. Mike, Mike the killer. Right? Uh, uh, Sonny's dad, Mike? Yeah. That would yeah. be interesting. I wouldn't want that to happen, though. I don't want to see him go to trial or yeah. go to jail. Because, because you know, you know, you know, somebody's going to take the kid. Either either Willow is going to take the baby or Nell is going to try to take the baby. And something is going to happen to... Because when, 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 the, when the secret comes out... Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, 
Nell's gonna die, and or Willow and her mother is gonna try to take that baby. Willow might be the one that dies, though, or it might be Willow and Nell that die. Cause think about or it. Or it could be, it could be. Oh God, it could be the mother. The mother killed her. Oh, Harmony. Yeah. Yeah. I I could see them do that. I could see them doing that. Hmm. I don't know about that one. I had to think about that one for a minute. I had to think about that oh, one for a minute. Shit. You like oh shoot you ain't gonna agree with me. What did you think about the Quartermain's quibbling? Quartermain, uh, who, whoever be writing and directing this show right now is on point. They Aren't keep they? getting a raise. I'm liking what they what they doing. The Quartermains come together as you know, as always. You know, especially when they attacking now. <laughs> I'm liking this new Brooklyn. Um, I think Brook. You know what Brooklyn should have done. Instead of you know her dodging this this um, this producer, it was was do a a sting sting on him like they did on Harvey Weinstein. I don't know why they didn't go go that route. Look, Brooklyn was trying to get paid. I ain't mad at a sister. <laughs> my girl was yeah. like, "Look, I need a gig. I need some money of my own." The Quartermains ain't trying to help a sister out. I was not mad at her for that. But all right, yeah, but my... she, she, you... go ahead. She's Tracy's granddaughter. I mean, I mean, she couldn't. Blackmail the guy to to leave her alone or or, or anything. You've already seen. You know, I mean, you've, come on. you've already seen that Ned and Tracy are not trying to give her a dime for any of her shenanigans. They're like, you got yourself in this mess. You made this bed. You got to lie in it. They are not trying to help her out. Yeah, They're trying true. to help her, you know, get her stuff together. But thank you for so much. Thank you so much for calling in, Michael B. It's always a joy to talk to you, as opposed to on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I got to, you know, talk to you too in I, person. I know, yeah. right? So next time I do a solo journey at GH, you got to call on in. Maybe I'll do this over at the Curvy Critics sometime. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. That'd be cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, you guys, I have just a couple of minutes left, and I just want to, you know, give you some proper love and appreciation for hanging with me this week on this solo journey here at the after show at General Hospital. I'm going to do a final roll call in the chat room. Make sure I got everybody. I just talked to Michael B. And I know I talked to everybody else that I shouted out, but I did not shout out Aaron Brody. I did not shout out Yasmin T. I did not shout out Michael B. who was on the phone with me. I did not shout out Daisy Flower 40, Sharif R., Marissa Washington, and I think that's it. I think I got everybody else before that. Yeah, I did. So thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining me and supporting me without Frank. I appreciate you. And I know that when I'm not here, you guys call in and you you type in and you support Frank as well. So we appreciate you for that. So that is going to do it for this week of the General Hospital Report or the General Hospital After Show here at After Buzz TV. We appreciate y'all immensely. Thank you so much for joining us. Give us that love, that thumbs up on that YouTube channel. Go to Spotify. Go to Apple Music. Give us some love. Give us some reviews. Show us that you love us. And we'll be here for you every week, every Sunday, right a little bit after 6 o'clock. Okay? So until the next team, team, the next time, love, peace, and hair grease. And I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Bye.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 